All right, podcast again. Top, m- top of the evening to you. Yeah, there almost wasn't a podcast. Well, but now there gets to be one. So. Well, I can't edit it tomorrow, and I can maybe get to it the day after, but that means it's going to come out on Friday. So I can probably edit it tomorrow. Well, if you're up for that, if you're up for playing producer William, producer Billy. <sighs> Wow, two weeks in a row. Big Billy Ooh, Productions. Gonna need that that extra Hits percent. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, you can you can get a fraction of a percent mm-hmm. now because mm-hmm. you're catching up to me slowly over time. What are you up to now? Like ten of them? Maybe ten. Yeah. Maybe ten. Yeah, yeah. Maybe ten out that's, of almost. That's five. That's five percent of almost two hundred of them. Well, except that there's nearly three hundred because I've done all the Patreon episodes. I don't count those. So they're not free. They're not free feed. Those are bonus. You don't rounds. even know because you don't even look at the Patreon. That don't even know. Don't even know. You what don't I say subscribe to our own Patreon. Fuck. Why am I giving you money? We're almost for to, my labor. We're almost to episode one hundred of the page. Oh, isn't that unbelievable? Jesus fuck! Every time I see that number, I'm like, that's too many. We yeah. should probably stop. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we just do two. A two month. a month. That would make more sense. Yeah, I think it would be easier on us though. Although you know, usually by the time we get through an hour. That's it's, when the fun begins. It's really time to rage. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's time for another one of Will's really um, sad unboxings. Okay. This is an Amazon package that I picked up off the table downstairs when well, I arrived home today. I went to the the man in the van, and I was like, hey, do you have a thing for 807? He's like, for the Salmon Loading. He's like, I can't give it to you even if it was if it was in here. I can't see anything because GPS has to be in front of your address. I'm like... Well, Amazon surveils them to that degree. I was kind of like, that's a lie. But it sounded feasible because it's Amazon. No, that makes a lot of sense, especially in a dense urban environment where you could simply hand things to your friends and claim that people came and got them. What is this? Why do you have pink duct tape? That's gaffer tape. Pink gaffer tape. It's orange. Thank you so much. Oh, it's orange. It's for work. I don't have good color acuity in this environment. Mm. Speaking of which, where's the candle? You didn't light the candle. They're over by you. Do we have the no-throw candle? It does throw. It takes an hour. Oh, okay. Light the good one. Oh, okay. I, I'll light it, but you got to keep talking. Yeah. While I do so, that. so there's orange gaffer tape for work reasons that I uh, then have to expense, um, because blue duct tape lasts all of like two weeks before it starts peeling up and it's a fucking nightmare. Plus, I wanted something obnoxious, and I thought, you know, uh, what do you what do you safety orange? What do you put in blue duct tape on that now you need floor. safety orange for? Why do you need it on the floor? I need to make ladder jail. Ladder jail. What does that mean? Are you marking a spot on the floor where the ladder always goes back to where it belongs? Yes. Oh, I see. Ladder okay. jail. Yeah. Ladder so this jail. is not a front of house thing. No, this is a back of house this only. This is behind the scenes. Yeah. So it's got to be loud and clear so all the dummies know where to put the ladder. If you... Th- you laugh. <laughs> but have you met people? Oh, no, no, no. Trust me, friend. I can I... <laughs> also write on this and say, ladder jail. I am from the land of colored gaffer tape and all sorts of dummies. Uh-huh, so yeah, trust so... me, I know about not putting tools away. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, And then this. It's a sink strainer. Hilltop products. I don't understand what this is supposed to do. Oh, it's the thing for the bottom of the sink that we've been lacking for 10 years. Correct. That's nice. That'll be well, good. I learned that you can clean the sink by putting some OxyClean in it and then just kind of letting it sit there and then it's sparkling. Really? You what do you mean? Soak, like, you're trying to clean the basin of the sink? You're not trying to clean the drain pipe out? No, the basin. The device that you're holding, for, in case it's not clear for the listener. It's one of those strainers. 
I don't know if that's what you would call it. Is that what regular people call it? Sink strainer and stopper combo. I know that's what the box calls it. I would never call that a strainer. It's kind of like a trap. Yeah, it's like the trap for all the goo in the bottom of the sink. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But so you can clean the sink by just filling it, stopping it up and filling it with OxyClean. A little OxyClean in there. You can also clean the sink with a sponge, you know. OxyClean does it better. It descales it a little bit. Oh, okay. Plus, if you wanted to like, oh, you want to soak some things in the in the sink maybe a dish that's a little aggressive you can really just go to town on it oh that's a good idea um and then this was requested to be added to order so i could get to what uh, is that it looks like chewing tobacco it's a hair product oh not for you not for me i'm assuming no unless it's for your beard did you order some hymns for beard for a fuller beard no yeah. I'm, I'm good I'm did you good order on the full beard thank you one of those zoomer kits where you brush foam into your beard and it makes it not patchy anymore i don't have that problem <laughs> no i was I've thought about buying them i was heckled uh over the weekend of do do you does camper have any hair product here and i went excuse me oh wow that's, I had hair once. Yeah, that's bitch. brutal because if there is any hair product, it's yours probably. One was yours. There's an American crew that's aged. Oh, right, right, right. Okay. Yeah, the one I think that's mine that's in there, I don't use because it's extremely greasy. I think my yeah, dad gave that. That's to the me American crew. It's, ages ago. Yeah, it's, it's no good. It has not aged well in its no, container no, no, either. No, no, so no. you can. You used you. to have one that you used to use that was like a white foamy. Mm-hmm. That was really great. I loved that. That's the last time I used hair product, but oh. that was probably six I w- years ago. I wondered where that kept going so quickly. Yeah. Huh. Well, at a certain point. I didn't need it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I had a, like a full fresh can in there, so I was like, here, use this, and then what fucking thing do you want? Get me over $25, so shipping's free. Should so. I get back into hair product? I've adopted the hat again. I was all hat all the time uh-huh. from like age 14 until age like 25, uh-huh. and then I went hair product occasionally. From uh-huh. like 25 to 28, and then I went back to hat. But now I'm feeling like maybe a midlife crisis shift to back product? into hair products. Yeah, I feel like maybe just dry shampoo for you. Dry shampoo? What does that do? It absorbs the the greasiness. Oh, is that right? And then it gives you a little volume too. Oh, I don't need more volume. Mm. You may you may not have a patchy beard, but I do not lack hair volume. No, like air, like it'll be a little poofy. Well, I don't need okay, that. Okay. Well, if I, I wash my hair, have you seen me? With, I guess nobody's seen me like this. But if I wash my hair and I don't wear a hat. I saw you on Saturday morning. I it mean, was very poofy. And my, I was like, yeah, my Whoa. hair is enormous. I practically have an afro. I'm part of the African-American no, community. Absolutely not. I have a pass in that regard, too. No, you sure Even don't. though my other one got revoked. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> You trade one for the other. That's how it works. You you trade up. We climb the corporate ethnic ladder. <laughs> I'm so tired. Um, huh. I had a drink before you came home. Yeah, so. I can and tell. it's late at night. We're recording late on a Tuesday night. Yeah, I get sure to are. sleep in a little bit tomorrow. Oh, yeah. It's Tuesday Night Music Club here, baby. Mm. Title of app? Tuesday Night Music Club. Yeah. Do you have recommendations for the after show? No, that's just a share the first show pro record. Oh, okay. I was just thinking about burning seven and a half minutes on Freebird. We're not doing that. <laughs> I know I'm not doing that. I talked about the Freebird performance at the Coliseum, right? I'm sure. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Yeah. Yeah. I've been thinking about, you know, I really like, uh, I want to get like a Professor Lee haircut where it's like really long on the top and long a little bit on the back and long on the sides. 
but not as long on the sides as it, as it is on the top and back. Mullet? No, not like a mullet. Like it's a mullet. What you same, describe as a mullet. The same haircut I have now, but just grown out like another inch. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like, Do you want to look like Noel from Felicity? You think I understand that reference. Ladies, Come up with another one. Ladies, you know Noel, right? <laughs> Scott no, Speedman? Scott. Scott Speedman? Scott, no. Scott. Mm, Does that describe his performance in the bedroom? I don't know. I haven't gotten to that <laughs> part of my rewatch, so sorry. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, he had like a little floofy center part with a little like the little dippy curl that you have. I guess I am kind of talking about that. Yeah. yeah. I don't I didn't really envision it with a center part. But I guess all I mean is longer on the sides. I saw some, Okay, so I've been seeing a lot of like wow, the aged hipsters are really starting to show it. Um so like <clears throat> there was someone walking on some street in like in between uh Crown Heights and What's bedside that's gentrified farther down? Clinton Hill. Yeah, that. Yeah. Um, and I that was like, was a lot of silence to cut out. I well, I I I had to do telepathy <laughs> and be like, you know what it is. Um, <clears throat> where I was like, it was like leather, like leather jacket, and I was like, ooh, is he wearing a leather jacket and a hoodie? Are we really going back to that in this the year of our Lord twenty twenty three? And I was like, oh no, his hair is just like long and doing that like puddle thing, but it was that thing of like faded up and then just long mane. Behind. Yeah, but was it short on the sides? Yeah, like trimmed up and then... Yeah. But it wasn't Billy Ray Cyrus, which is a little strange. I wish I knew more about, like, sartorial choices. Is a haircut a sartorial choice? No. No. That only describes clothing. Clothing. What would you call a haircut choice if you had to use a 10-cent word for it? Okay. I wish I knew more about grooming lingo. Mm. Not that kind. Well, it seems like, you know, on, but the, the, other bo- kind. on, the, on the boards, you might know a lot about grooming. <laughs> I don't know. Um, because there is a, there's got to be a name for this type of haircut that I'm talking about. I think it's a very common thing. It's basically like you have like a number four or five on the sides and then long on top. Huh. Instead of like a number one through three on the sides. Huh. You leave it kind of long, but it's like nicely cut. And then the top is long. A four is what I use for my body hair. Whoa. Does it also describe something else on your body? <laughs> if only i'd have a lot less complaints um see uh oh boy yeah um it doesn't really matter it's not worth no, digging down know. on because i can't visually describe but I ha- it no I've, been, I've seen i've been seeing that i have i saw uh, going back to the age of hipsters and then i saw someone at 750 myrtle diner that was like i was like "Ooh, are you a teacher at pratt who's dating a student like that look probably of like, like tight jeans with like cowboy boots looking too old for the lady that he's with. And I was like, oof, oof. And they're like, yeah, we're just going to be next door. I'm like, ew, you're going to project part. You're going to portal at your age and her age. Oh no, this is all of this is wrong. Well, they have to meet up with her friends. I think that's his friends. You know, one of them's getting fleas from the other one. They might as well go there and both get them at the same time. What? No clear point of origin. I forgot that they had fleas. Yeah. It's the portal leak hypothesis. What? (laughs) Oh, as in lab leak? Okay. Oh, no. That's, yeah, that's, the CDC cites that as the origin of scabies. Portal? In the Pratt community, yeah. And crabs, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. Oh, definitely. Those couches? Ugh, boy, I can't believe I ever sat on those couches. 
it's horrifying even in retrospect the amount of money i spent there i'm like i could have been rich by now i mean the amount of money i didn't spend there was the entire reason for going there so Mm. i can't really fault i didn't get all of your you know your early bird specials that you all used to get was i talking to you about this i don't think it was on the podcast regardless but the uh the buyback oh yeah yeah. is incredibly uncommon these days for you yeah i think because i'm not part of the gay community in fact i was forced out (laughs) you can say it sometimes (laughs) it has to be funny though okay if it's not funny no we'll keep it a secret just for this public presentation yeah Just for the sixties of people who listen. But anyway, the buyback, yeah. Mm-hmm. I find that I find that that's pretty rare. I only have one bar that I frequent anymore, really. Marcos? No. Mm-hmm. Uh a bar that I go to with Alan. Like oh, at, like no at Marcos I yeah. go there a lot, but I don't like know the bartender. I mean sort of. They cycle out so quickly that it's kind of mm, I don't I don't know. think they would give me a free thing anyway. I'm not no. exactly their target demographic speaking of grooming. So, oh boy. Okay. The, but the other bar that I go to, it's like I know all the bartenders there, if not by name, definitely by sight, and I never once. That's weird. I feel yeah. like I I had one that was paid for me there once. Really? Yeah. I mean, what what's happened to me there is that they fuck my tab up and accidentally charge some of my uh, friends' drinks to my tab, and I just go, "All right, you'll get me next time." And it happens to both of us. Huh? That's the only time I get a free drink is when I already paid for one in the past accidentally. Yeah. I don't know. I find it annoying and frustrating. I used to get, you know, a whole tab <clears throat> should be $13. After after you've been to a bar for a number of years on a regular basis, I really think that your tab should be sub-30 every time. Uh, For the amount of absolute blacking out I've done at Macri Park, my tab has always been $38. I think that's fine It was you're 80, spending a whole night. It was 80 once when a non-binary lesbian-looking woman was, like, pouring the weakest drinks I've ever had. Well, she was just getting back at the patriarchy. You guys are a part of it too, whether you like it or not. In fact, you might be the kings of it. Uh, well, we were like You're doubling up and being greedy on the patriarchy. Liter- I only get part of the patriarchy. You get a hundred percent. I only get fifty percent. Mm. You know, mm. maybe. Um, but you know, using the thirty rock calculation of like you know societal worth. You know, like I'm a high functioning Latina in terms of my you know net net worth. Wow, and I can't say the F word. <laughs> Jeez. Okay. But yeah, I, I I get what you're saying. Yeah. I didn't write that joke. Tina Fey did, and mm-hmm. she also, you know, diversity cast uh, Donald Glover. Did Tina Fey ever do blackface? Why do no. I feel like she did? Did she, somebody on 30 Rock She do had it? Green, Jane Krakowski do it. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. okay. She wrote it for somebody else. Yeah. Smart. That's good. That's good business. Yeah. Mm. That's how you stay alive in Hollywood. Don't keep the pain on your hands or face. <laughs> Well, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what else is going on? I really don't have don't that know. many topics, you know. I get to go to my favorite city on Thursday. You get to go to Philly on Thursday? Yeah. Wow, I just went there. Yeah. What are you going there for? Funsies. Yeah. It was, you know, presence requested of, hi, do you want to do this thing I want to go to? Yes, fine. Oh, wow. That's the lady version of a question if I've ever heard one. Yeah, I know. Um, But apparently it's two floors of this warehouse building by the convention center. You're not explaining what it is. Is it a party? Like the Airbnb. Oh, the Airbnb is. Yeah. That'll be fun. But I'm like, ooh, 12 people. No, that'll be fun. Do you know them? Yeah, enough. If you know them, sort of, that's going to be a a really, really good time. No matter what. 
A, a giant Airbnb with 12 people is always fun. Yeah, I'm like, And okay. it sounds like you guys are going to get into it. That's going to be a party weekend, you know? Mm. It's not going to be, like, relaxing. It's gays who are fun employed and they're, you know, employed friends. Yeah, so... Who are like, we need a weekend away, too. My question doesn't need answering okay, in fine. that case. Yeah. But here's the thing. Philadelphia used to be cheap, and now it's not. It's cheapish. Yeah, that's fine. Maybe my tastes have changed. Let me rephrase that. I'm not cheap enough to enjoy a dive bar anymore. Well, that's that's a that's a you problem. Yeah, you need to re-engage with that sensibility. I don't wanna though. I I, I like I like nice things or nice-ish things, you know. Yeah, but it's important to embrace a diversity of, of viewpoints and experiences. Will it doesn't matter. Wow, your EEOC training is finally kicking in. I don't know what EEOC stands Equal for. Opportun- oh no, I got the you know. Equal, I don't know. I think you're thinking of DEI. Sure, that. Yeah. yeah. Diversity, equity, and inclusion. Yeah. Yes, I've always practiced DEI of viewpoints. Hmm. Uh, mm. Well, mm. yeah, all right, fine. <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> you know, I read an article today about uh, benevolent sexism versus hostile sexism. What the fuck? And it was a defense of benevolent sexism. From a scientific perspective, it was backed up by a lot of data that said basically like... What, calipers? Well, uh, just, you know, surveys. Okay. As, you know, I guess a scientist... I have to take their word for it, you know what I mean? I'm not going through the footnotes. Oh, now you trust the science. And reading every single study. Well, when I read it on Substack, yes. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, I, I read this article today. And the glasses are on the table. And I liked it a lot because it, basically what benevolent sexism is... It's debatable whether it's even sexism at all. It's just that girl bosses would say that it is. Okay. Girl bosses and intrepid feminists would claim that it's sexism. Hmm. But all benevolent sexist is is a man that believes there are like are fundamental gender differences between men and women and like believes basically in stereotypical things about men and women in certain instances. And it turns out huh. people that do this have a much higher success rate in their relationships and in their lives overall. Because they're realistic, (laughs) and they're not not infected with brain worms. I mean... Whereas hostile sexism, obviously, that's always bad. That's just a negative, like, hatred for women and stereotyping them in ways that disempower them. I mean, you know, for instance, if, you know, boxes needed, heavy boxes need to be moved around, I I just kind of go, I will do it, or I say, boys, gather around. There you go. The ladies ain't moving shit. See, I don't know how this applies to gays. They didn't really cover this. We work out, so we don't care. But, you know, as I alluded to earlier, and we've just discussed in the past, when I say lady, that's just a genre of person. Mm. That has very little to do with how you identify. Let me tell day. you something. I ain't no lady. Except that 90% of the time it refers basically to white women. But anyway. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well. But yeah, you know, exactly things like this. That example is a perfect one. Like, people who believe that when heavy boxes need to be moved, the man needs to do that. Well, I'm just like, the 90-pound people can't lift the 40-pound thing. Well, They'll crack in half. Precisely. And the, basically what this, this, you know, essay was talking about and what it ended up revealing through all of its, like, surveys and data and blah, 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 was basically everybody tacitly believes this anyway. Because wow. even even women that are surveyed to say, like, you know, do you think that men should lift heavy boxes for you? will almost always say no, but when push comes to shove, in reality, will almost always say yes. 
So it's just a thing that exists. Also, it's just faster. I mean, shit. Yeah, of course. Heave that shit over there, gentlemen. Well, and it also has like positive, uh, positive impacts on relationships because then men get to feel important in their brutish, dumb way, mm, yeah. and women get to feel like cared for mm. and you know protected in their naive way. And everybody's happy then. It works in the reverse too. I will say this: when it's just like, <clears throat> listen, I've decided what where we're going to eat. Get your shit. Let's go. Oh, really? You made a decision? Yes. I'm I, now. Now you're making me like. Come on. Yeah, and what sense Tiki-taki. is that the reverse? That's yet another perfect example of a stereotypical thing that needs to happen. It's sometimes. a little, you know, yeah, but it's like a little sexist to be like the man. The man one says what we're doing, but then it's just like, hey, I, I needed someone to make a decision. This flip flops, you know, in gay world where it's just like, I don't know, I'm too tired. You have to make a decision. Yes. I mean, this this occasionally flip-flops in all relationships. In fact, not occasionally. Like, kind of constantly. It's just a question of percentages, you know. I would just say that 75% of the time, you know, the man makes a decision. But yeah, of course. I have time, I have points in my relationship, too, where I'm like, listen, I'm too tired to make any decisions. You have to do it. Yeah. And she's like, no, but I can't decide. And I'm like, you have to do it. You have to do it. I'm just, I'm just too tired. But you know what that is at the end of the day is ultimately me just making the decision by not doing it. You know what I'm saying? You're still mm, exerting no. the authority of like demanding what happens. I like to do the full bitchy thing. of mm, I don't want to do that. Yeah. Mm, that doesn't sound good. Mm, I don't want that. Mm, we're doing this instead. Yeah, well, that's... you've narrowed it down, and now I found something that I want. <laughs> well, that's girl. That's girl brain. That's absolute girl brain talk like, time right you there. You pitch things, and I'm not seeing it for me right now. But uh, now that you've cleared out some options, I see what what is for me. Oh, right believe now. me, there are there are times where you have to do this. Uh, you have to tacitly accept that. Where you're like, okay, you're asking me to make a decision, but I already know what you want to do. So I'm going to give you a list that includes what you already want to do, and then you're, of course, going to pick it. And You have to make the agency seem like it's happening, when it's really not. Oh, no, I don't, I don't do mind games. I just do... It's I do, not really a mind I game. I do mind games on myself. I'm not the one playing mind games. Oh. I would rather you just pick, because I already know. Oh. And so do you. Oh. But you need me... To, we need to go through this whole song and dance here, for some reason, so that you mm. feel like you participated, oh. I think is what it ultimately ends up being. And that's fine. I'm happy to facilitate that, you know, but what you're not allowed to say is I facilitated that. When oh, when no, you no, no. when you break the fourth wall, then you're in trouble. Oh, no, no, no. You can't do that. I usually do the thing of just pull the, like, okay, it's sushi time, and then we're done. Mm-hmm. That's the trump card of, like, okay, we, we agree always on this. Let's go. And I'm not casting aspersions here at all. I mean, again, it definitely goes both ways all the time. But I just <sighs> thought that idea was interesting. Huh. I liked it framed as benevolent sexism. Well... I mean, it's just like, again, listen, like, the 90-pound person is cannot lift the 40-pound thing. Don't ask them to do it. Come on. That's not... Dude, bros, you're 180 pounds. Go go throw boxes around, please. Well, again, th- I mean, I'm trying to make a distinction here that, that I'm maybe I'm not transmitting, which is that no one is saying that men are asking women to do things they don't want to do. Mm-hmm. The thing that's being addressed in the distinction between benevolent and hostile sexism is the idea that a woman would be affronted by a man doing something for her. Oh. Not the man declining to do something that a man would stereotypically do. Hmm. 
you know and it was evaluating people with like these different dispositions interesting know? yeah huh sexism always just has a thing of like oh it's bad well but when right. you add the benevolent you're like well how do i think about that how does that work as a like a linguistic feature in my brain well I, the reason that i liked it a lot is that it's it's pretty blunt and honest about it it basically cops to the idea that like yes this is perceived negatively but then by like reinforcing it through various examples that you know spin it in a positive light you're like okay it's nice to be honest and say yes it's perceived as sexist but is it really not really mm. you know i mean this leads it's me just to... a societal convention this leads me to my the thing that I was thinking about as my only like topic of like because I was listening to like listening to a podcast about like recast a movie like and like they were talking about shallow how about how terrible of an idea it is. Gwyneth Paltrow can, and a can fat you remind suit, me? Okay, Jack so she... Black, and he can only he's like she's beautiful and and like all skinny people are actually evil. Like he's got like weird like uh what's that one movie where the like you're being lied to commercial movie he's got like they live glasses on but it's for fat versus skinny people yeah. so he perceives skinny people as fat because they're ugly on no, the inside well no he sees like skinny people as demons because he sees their inner yeah, self that's what i'm saying yeah, yeah. so yeah he sees he sees inverted and then but there's a scene where she jumps in a pool and a small child is thrown into a tree hilarious Bless the, bless two thousand one. Very funny. I mean, it's it's just a sight gag, you know. Yeah. But you can't do that anymore. No. But then it was like you know, like ooh, some of these things won't fly. And then someone's like, like you know, Tootsie, your problems are solved as, with cross dressing. I was like, whoa, 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 hold on, this is an interesting idea. So in my brain, I was like, what if Tootsie? Picture it. Let me let me throw this to you as an idea. Tootsie, Tootsie twenty twenty three. Guy in his parents' basement is like. These women are taking my gerbs. We've moved on from, you know, the, you know, build the wall people. To yeah. Like, you know, the insult dude who's like, I can't get a job because Louis taking a job and taking over the workforce. So he decides, but he's, in, in, you know, supremely hot somehow. This is the only way that the next part works. So he decides to get, get in drag and go apply as a lady a la Tootsie because he's tootsie and join the workforce and so his you know hatred of women and online you know fuckery now turns into like defending them realizing he likes to sit down to pee you know realizing how hard it is for women in the workplace etc like it's a it's a it's a page turn right um would that fly because i feel like i want to see it (laughs) i mean in a weird way it sounds like a wayan brothers movie like it reminds me of white chicks chicks. it's a little white chicks yeah yeah you know like the thing is, it absolutely would fly, but it would never get made. Do you know what I mean? Like people, Maybe. but like audiences think, would accept. What if it. like Channing Tatum was like thrown in a wig? Well, this is what I'm saying. I, I, audiences would obviously like this and would accept it, but the pitch would never make it through. There's, I think, no, it's existing IP. The pitch would, of course, make it through. What are you talking about? No, 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 no. I mean, you're you're repurposing an old storyline, and that would be the pitch. Yeah, but the pitch would not make it through in the sense that they would be like, "This is a political like minefield. We cannot put this into production." Like a major studio would never do this. Yeah, but we're now in the realm where like shitty, weird little movies are getting made. Co- again, Cocaine Bear. Give me Tootsie, twenty twenty three. Yeah, I mean, maybe. I mean, I, I think like, we're kind of due for that. A like, dude gets out of his gamer chair and in his, into his Eames recliner? Come on. I mean, you know, like, 
I just don't know what the market for comedies is like. You know what I mean? Oh, the reason well, that the reason that I think it wouldn't get through is that y- you could do a movie like that, but it would have to be Oscar Beatty like The Whale or like Tar. Oh, because yeah, that's no. w- I need a I need a goof troop. All of the like woke inversions or the like you know basically just contemporary life satires that deliver a little bit of nuance into like a media narrative that's black and white they do do well critically and with audiences sort of but they have to be like taking themselves seriously the idea that you could like do a like clumps level like that's what i'm saying goof troop. I, I don't know if that would happen because i think the people that are attracted to lowest common denominator comedies are not even like interested in that are not are not interested in breaking the formula that much. You but know what I mean? What if they got... want to watch Adam Sandler and they want to like right. see gross out comedy with a sentimental like icing on it? What they don't want is to like actually think about their lives. Like right. you're asking the people that are implicated by this movie to go and like think it's funny that their lives are bad and would be made better if their political ideology was just completely shattered by a new environment like, i don't think that ever works it could be of. like a learning thing like you actually like cast some like like a hari neff in there like an actual mm-hmm. trans people like you know like that kind of thing like change the narrative and you know i the, don't know the this fi- is very contra points like you're going to convert the incels by like speaking in their language i don't know i don't think it works like that it's a little it's a little uh, KNFW kind of, yeah, Macy Rodman territory. However, would be hilarious. It would be. I think your idea is like, good. I'm surprised a movie like that hasn't been made. Exactly. Because yeah. I'm also thinking, like, you stunt cast Dustin Hoffman as, like, the head, like, say it's, like, a fashion magazine. He's the Anna Wintour. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he's like, you're doing the thing I did years ago. Well, the thing you, you would know? have to do in the movie, in the in the script, in the writing of the movie, is I think, like, every character would have to be a subtle inversion of the Tootsie. Yeah. Which is what you're getting at, yeah. right? I've never seen Tootsie, but neither I'm, have I. I'm just I Im- know I know I get it. Yeah, I'm just imagining the basic outline like the boss that was previously like a butch- bitchy woman would now be a man or whatever. Well, yeah, whatever, but but again, it's Dustin Hoffman who's been cross-dressing for 30 years to get to the top of the masthead. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what happens at the end of Tootsie. Me neither. Of course not. Mm-hmm. You know, I learned a crazy fact about cross-dressing earlier tonight. It's not going to be crazy to me, but go ahead. Uh, No, I think it will be. I doubt you know this story, although it does involve Cleveland. So in Major League Baseball, it is illegal for professional baseball players on the field or off the field to cross-dress. They're not allowed to do this because in the past, it was a hazing ritual for rookies that when they were traveling... They didn't have to do it on the field or like in front of fans or anything, but like when they were traveling on the bus, put on a wig and suck it, or on the plane, they had to dress as women for like an unspecified amount of time. And so, at one point, the uh, Indians were on tour. Uh The now Guardians, boo, uh, were on tour, and they were on a tour bus. And one of the guys was doing his hazing ritual, so he was dressed as a woman of some kind. Mm-hmm. And a random shooter opened fire on the bus, and a, bu- a stray bullet hit one of hit the rookie that was cross dressing and hit him in the leg. Now he was wearing thigh high boots as a result of his hazing, hmm. so the bullet hit him in the leg. But it because of the leather boots, it was only a flesh wound. Yeah. And he was able to continue playing. 
which seems it sounds like a win for all. Like it would be a happy ending, right? Right. You're like that sounds like a win-win. Why not let this tradition continue? That's a plus one for dragging up. But I guess the MLB interpreted this as the shooter potentially targeting the bus because of trans. Okay. Or something. Huh. I'm not even sure if that's true. I mean, this is long before this discourse right. ever yeah. Yeah. even mm-hmm. started to begin. So somehow I doubt it. I mean, it was Cleveland. They were driving the bus around. Anybody shooting at the Indians in Cleveland, I mean, you're more likely to get shot. That could be anybody. Yourself. And it also just could be anybody. Like, fuck you. You fucked my betting up. But so flip, as a flip, result flip. Yeah. of this wonderful saving of a rookie's career, they banned the practice. Wait, so thigh-high pleasers saved a man's life. Yes. And then it was outlawed. And then Major League Baseball said no more. Yeah. This is the patriarchy doing bad. No, it, it definitely is. Listen, yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, those size 14s saved a man's life. I mean, where did they even get those? You know you know what thighs look like on a baseball player? Knee high, knee high, knee high. Even some oh, calves. True, true. Are, you know, even the calves. Eh, no, they, they got stick legs. Those are some chonky boys. They got stick legs. Uh, not all of them. Mm, they're just thickums. Depends what position. You know, the catcher's not fitting into any of those. Pitchers usually aren't either. Hmm. No, pitchers aren't always fat. Sometimes pitchers pitchers run the gamut because they're the least athletic on the team. They're just standing there. Yeah, they're just standing there. Ooh, second baseman. Ugh. Whoa. <laughs> okay, A, I would ask that you'd never make that again. <laughs> but B, second baseman? And shortstops. Shortstop I get. Who is, who is the... Wait, this is definitely... Who is the saucy shortstop when we were growing up oh 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 uh uh omar vescal baby well a spicy latin king under about five eight yeah yeah Yeah. sign me up oh wow this is all wow omar vescal went to uh mason picorni's birthday party that i wasn't invited to i don't know what who this is one of your freaky named (laughs) school associates correct mason picorni was my baseball rival his dad coached a rival team, and he was better than me. And he didn't invite me to his birthday party, and Omar Vescal was there. His dad was the local news anchor. I forget what his uh, dad's oh. news anchor name was, because did you know that? Oh, news anchors names? all have fake names. Oh. Yeah. Their real names are different. Huh. Interesting. But yeah, he you probably saw him on TV, Mason Picorni's dad. Huh. Of course, you can't, you know. Picorni. Yeah. Isn't that a crazy name? You can't go on TV and be like... Up up next with the weather, John Picorni. Yeah, there was no name People Picorni. would be like, excuse me? And no, his name was something really generic. All their names are really generic. Was it Bill Smith? I mean, it wasn't that generic. They have to be a little bit more creative than that so that, you know, dolts don't catch on well, to the idea that it's fake. But yeah. it's also, I think, to protect their identity. Although in the age of social media, I don't know how yeah, that works. I don't works. think they do that anymore. Yeah. Um, now, I... I've told the story of how I was on the morning news. I don't know. Maybe maybe a long time ago. What were you on the morning news for? Winning a cursive writing conver- contest. Tell me again. I don't think I've ever heard this. Oh, for some reason, I won some kind of thing for writing good in cursive, which anyone wants to see my psychotic handwriting now. Whoops. Um, so they were like, it was like a state comp. It's... You do it every year as a small child. You write a thing, and then 
They graded or something. There was a state competition for writing in cursive? That's yeah. insane. Your teacher submitted it, submitted you for it, whether you knew it or not. Well, I still write my S's upside down, so yeah, there's no your, way I was Your handwriting is atrocious. <laughs> um, but, like, yeah, I won it once. Wow. The whole state? I don't know. Or you won some kind of regional? or what? Why didn't you go on see? to be a professional cursive champion? You could have had such a better life than here. No. <laughs> I think it's just like, hey, kids, try to do this thing that we don't teach you anymore. You know? Um, yeah, I don't know. So I was like on a news set. What did they ask you? Do you remember? Like, did they interview you? They're like, what's it like to, how do you do that? Like, how do you, like, they were like, can you write a sentence on the board? And I was like, there's no lines. So this is a little hard. Oh, you had to do something in front of the camera. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh, and it was bad. And I was like, I don't know. This is really hard. It's also really early. I don't know what's going on. Oh, man. Yeah. You know, I was on the local news one time, too. When you broke your leg? No. Um, when I was in college, mm-hmm. I believe I was a freshman or a, a sophomore in art school. Oh, God. And there was an opportunity to be on the morning news painting a live painting with two or three other students. Oh, God. And the image, it was like a very... Who roped you into that? I don't know. I don't know. I don't remember who asked me to do that. And I don't remember why I said yes. I think at the time, just the opportunity to be on TV seemed exciting. I think I I remember seeing them post this around. I don't know. He's painting. I was just thinking a second ago, like this just all seems like such a weird thing i have a hard time connecting with mentally like from a bygone era where like being in the paper mm-hmm. or being on the local news like was, was a big a thing. deal yeah i wonder if it's still like that you know in local communities it must be because it is kind of a big deal yeah it's funny because it feels like you're on the national stage when really it's like it you know it those programs people yeah. have about as many viewers yep. as this podcast yeah so <sighs> Anyway, yeah, I got roped into this somehow, and we had to go to the news station at 7 o'clock in the morning, which I immediately regretted, because this was in my, like, stoner era and drinking time, and I was like, oh, man. The last time your hair was flowing. Pretty close to that time, Mm -hmm. yeah. And I was like, okay, this sucks. I immediately regret this. But I get there, and I'm there with, like, three other artists from the school who are all all of them better artists than me in the technical sense because they're all from like the illustration department oh those kids i don't know their names they're sorry they're nerds you know i was a nerd too but on the down low well you tell anyone who can listen about your pokemon websites well that's true so i go there and i'm there with these illustration kids who are way more excited than me to be there and are way better artists than me Hmm. and I think we had to, like, collaborate ahead of time. I'm struggling to remember. But mm. I think, like, we had, like, a meeting before this about, like, what we were going to do. And like, the, I'm going to splash stuff. Maybe it was for July 4th. I don't fucking know. But the 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 theme was, like, Americana of some kind. So there we had to paint four different portraits, one for, like, each of us, and then, like, with an American flag in the background. Huh. And we were all like, okay, we agreed on this. And I was like, all right, good. And then I remember we got there and we started painting the thing before the cameras went on because they were going to like cut to us for a segment while we were like in process Mm -hmm. and not even 10 minutes into it, whoever was organizing the thing, like one of the news producers was like, you need to just, why don't you just paint the stripes on the flag? Because my portrait like freehand 
was not going so well. Oh. And the and the <laughs> you know, like compared to an average person I was doing fine. Yeah. But I'm like, wait, there's no I can't I this have hard, no tools. Yeah. I have to like do this from my memory, and yeah. you know, I have like an illustration kid next to me that's painting like a perfect portrait of George Custer or whatever. And you're like with no reference, and I'm like, uh, uh. so they let the, they're like, we'll just let the other kids like take over the fourth portrait, and you just paint the stripes on the flag. So that's what I ended up doing. I painted stripes on the American flag while three other kids like did this amazing, immaculate like oil painting. And I was like, yeah, that's my like contribution. Maybe you memory hold this, and now this is why you make the work that you do with these references. The the flag references? No, just history references. Yeah, well, like I Now I get all my tools, bitch. Now I get to do it. Well, yeah, I have a thing called a projector that has replaced you. The AI took their jobs, you know? Oh, boy. Illustrators suck it. Honestly... I don't know. Yes. You probably, you guys probably made bank over the last couple of years, but it's nah. about to end now. I hope, I hope you did. No, because millennial graphic design took them over and was like, "We don't want anything that looks like anything." Thank you so much. We don't need that. That's true. I make memes on my iPad. Hire me. Hmm. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I, I I also feel like maybe they did the thing. They were like, "Yeah, we basically just ended up as graphic designers anyway, because we know Photoshop layers." Oh yeah. And I mean, they they were kids without a uh, real creative drive. They were technicians, you know. Yeah, they yeah. they they went where the money was. Yeah, I'm sure they have fantastic somatic lives right now, and I'm here. Well, you know. Yeah. So it is what it is. Those yeah. are our stories of being on the news. Yeah. Which station was it? I don't remember now. Mm. Probably Fox Eight. Same. I think it was. Mine was Fox that 8. was the major one in WCW, our in our area. Fox 8, I don't yes. even really remember WKYC. the alternatives to that. WKYC Channel Three. No, oh, one, that was the NBC affiliate. Yeah, no one wanted to be on five. That was ABC no, that trash. was ABC. Yeah, Nobody was wanted bad. that. Yeah. It was three or eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure it was eight. Yeah, eight was like we love local shit and we love that guy who takes one tank trips. That's right. You know what's strange, though? Did you realize in that era, I certainly didn't until much later, that Fox was new on the scene? Hmm. Did you know that? Like, it didn't have a, a bent at all, which is wild. It was just, we're doing news. And it was funner. I guess so. I don't know. They were like the fun one. I mean, who knows? If I went back with my adult brain from now and watched like Channel 3, 5, and 8 in the early 2000s, I'm sure I could suss out what their bent was. No, there was no bent. They're like, hey, a new restaurant is opening. Oh, news happened. Glo- uh, you know, on a national scale, local scale. And by the way, do you want a good fajita? We're going to take you to a good fajita place. Yeah, but like, it's like, you-, you know, at the national level, it's like Roger Ailes was still in charge of all that stuff. Oh, and yeah. Rupert Murdoch and whatever. It's like, I'm sure there was a little bit more lean towards crime or whatever on one than the other. Oh, it just yeah. Wasn't- I forget they love reporting on like, there was a break-in at a local, like, Shakey's. Of course, that's like, all local news yeah. is, is just fear-mongering about crime. We're here at the scene. It does look like the Chase Bank did have a, a glass break. However, the all the glass is intact, but you know we did speak to a, an ADP representative, and there was a glass break. What that means is that the glass was just, like the door was just jiggled. Yeah. So... We're here at the Nordstrom in Beechwood, Ohio, and someone has been stealing 
Livestrong bracelets. Yeah, and little do they know that the same said same mall in fifteen years will end up on a Vice video. Anyway, yeah, I'm, I'm all I'm saying is I'm yeah. sure if you went back in time and you looked at it yeah, now, maybe, you'd be yeah. able to tell. Yeah, but at the time it just wasn't so exaggerated. I think. Look, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know who I. One of my parents are like, we're watching the local news. I'm like, this is bad. This is like, but it's like watching the like New York news where they're like, a bodega was robbed, and you're like, and well, all local news is the same because it's all owned by like the same corporate overlords and it all has the same agenda which is to just gin up fear about this or that in a local context yeah yeah it's always been that they're like "Eh, whoever is swaying an election for your local city council seat yeah i watched a 2020 while i was in philadelphia why um because i was around older people and this is a thing that they like to do barbara walters is dead right yes did you realize john sassel still alive no well wait no I think he died, didn't I he? I think he died before her. Weirdly, he's younger than her, but he died. Well, I think. I think he got. And if he's still he around, cancer? he discredited himself. Did he do a oopsie me too? Right wing politics. Oh. Uh, no, it was just you know maybe he was a Trump guy or whatever. Mm. Um. So I watched it 2020, and I didn't realize 2020 now is just a true crime podcast. Oh yeah, duh. I guess it was sort of always that. But I felt like they also did like wider geopolitical things, or like I, thought, I, f- I used to remember twenty twenty being like an informative program, uh, no. where now it's just like salacious drivel. Of course, well, yeah, he's a libertarian. Yeah, I think that was well known even back then. Hmm. Wow, is he alive though? He is alive. Is he working? Like, what is John Stossel up to? In twenty nineteen, Stossel left launched Stossel TV, an online channel distributed in social media. Ooh. He left ABC News in 2009 to join the Fox Business Channel. That I kind of Oy. remember. That's what I was sort of referring to. Yeah. Myths. He wrote a book called No, They Can't, Why Government Fails, But Individuals Succeed. Ooh. Well, you know, Austrian economics. Oh, it's understandable. But he has his own internet channel now? I wonder how sure. that's doing for him. Oh, no. For Is he ex- QAnon guy? Hold on. For example, Stossel was criticized for a segment on his October 11, 1999 show during which he argued that AIDS research has received too much funding. Uh, oh, that's quote, interesting. Quote, 25 times more than on Parkinson's, which kills more people, uh, which, no. 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 I mean, that's a fair point. No. AIDS killed more people in the United States in 1999 than Parkinson's. Than Parkinson's did? Yeah. Well, I doubt that's true anymore. Also, I wonder how he, you know, I'm kidding. but They I wonder, didn't have prep back then. I Shit. wonder how he's faring in the right-wing community with an opinion like that. Because now, after COVID, everybody is anti-Fauci and has problems with the, uh, you know, uh, treatments for AIDS in different ways. I wonder if he's pivoted on that stance at all. His downfall was calling professional wrestling fake. Well, you know, you're trying to cultivate that audience. You can't, hmm. you know, you can't ruffle the artard's feathers. You know what I mean? Okay. Well. Have you seen Vince McMahon lately? He looks insane. He looks really crazy. He's got a mustache. He sold WWE to the Saudis. Well, it's just WW now or W. I don't know. And also, I guess, like, whoever bought them bought the UFC, 
sure at the same time so now like all of the energy drink guys are just under one umbrella <laughs> which is good they still show that on the tvs at the gym ufc no w- or wwe w- whatever yeah, yeah yeah it's fun it looks insane it's ladies with bustiers and titties out yeah and dudes who are no one's fat. Got a problem with that honestly just fat they're just fat dudes. Yeah, I mean, you know. they're No, they're not. No. Some of them are fat. Yokozuna. Fat Japanese. He guy. was the Japanese phenom, the sumo guy. No, now it's just fat white guys. Just like. And now they stage stage sets in the ring. So it's domestic abuse. Uh, they've always kind of done that. Mm, it's gross. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck is this? I, I'm trying to watch Law & Order SVU. I don't need this domestic abuse. That's WWE for, you know, white cosmopolitan women. It's the same exact thing. Ah, you're right. Well, it literally is exactly the same thing. Structurally, it's it's the the murder podcast. Yeah. Yeah. It is the murder podcast before we had them. Yeah. (gasps) Whoa. Time is a fat circle, as they say. Oh, don't. Why's it got to be fat? Well, you were you were calling out the WWE guys. I don't know what to tell you. They're chonkers. I, I if it's you see the them steroids, now, man. Ooh. It's the steroids. I have seen them now. You're watching. Wrestling? I really like wrestling. Uh, uh, well, I there's a there's an Instagram account that's uh, WWE memes that I quite okay. like. So I see them. I check in with them. <sighs> Do you remember the Miz, the guy who started on? Real world? Uh, that sounds familiar, but tell me. He was from Parma. What was his deal? Like, flesh him out a little bit. Uh, uh, <laughs> for the, for the listener, Will is he, simply shrugging at the thing I, he, he brought up. He, like, I think it was on the, the reboot of, like, or, like, the the uh, second version of New York. Okay, what did you want to say about him? I don't know. He just says a thing. And then he ran for office, like, a la, what's his face? Jesse Ventura. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But he was just mostly just like a weird, like, oh, I don't know things about the world. You know, I love Jesse Ventura. these black lesbians are going to tell me about stuff. Hmm. How did they know who did this so quickly like they did Lee Harvey Oswald? Okay. He's just asking questions, man. (sighs) Okay. Have you seen all these uh, all these leaked documents about the Ukraine war? Oh, this from the gaming been chats? Getting, yeah, this has been getting, getting is this glossed real or not? over. It is real. Oh, God. Um, it's been an amazing cover-up job, though. Because well, if it wasn't for one or two like alternative outlets, I don't think I would know about it at all. I mean, the New York Times and stuff, they, do, they are writing about it, but they're pro-war gloss on it is very... Well, of course, well... I, not truthful. I have intel from a client who has a kid in the military, which I don't think I can say. Well, about, you just about, did. About boats that are going places. Um, are they going to Asia? Yeah, definitely they are. I mean, they've been doing that, though. But, yeah, I mean, I'm not cons- like, oh, Taiwan is a problem. No, I am the concerned. Ta- yeah, I mean, a lot, little, you know, like, it's interesting you know, in the last 10 minutes of the episode, I'm going to bring the whole thing down. Anybody who is interested in the funny and is knows what they're in for, I'll see you next week. Um, the, the thing that's crazy is, so, 
you know, there's been all these high profile things between like China and India and basically like all the non-aligned countries. Mm. Not that China's unaligned, but mm. um, even France, other countries that are really like breaking from U.S. hegemony and like making striking deals with each other. France, real pissed at their own people right now. Well, be- or their own people are pissed at them. So, well, let's see. but setting that aside, like I mean, the France particularly aside, although they're involved in this, there's been a lot of diplomatic things happening. Uh, around the Ukraine war mostly, but around other things too. Like China just, uh, I think with Saudi Arabia, just like brokered an end to the civil war in Yemen. Hmm. There's like a lot of high profile diplomatic things that are happening that are not involving the United States at all, Um, which is supremely unusual because we're supposed to be both the world policeman and the peace broker of everything. But that's obviously fallen apart because when you're like an aggressive actor in all of these situations no one can trust you yeah so you start to lose your oh, leverage is real like lighting up palestine again um i'm not I, i'm not i'm not really completely up on that situation i know that uh, netanyahu uh was trying to pass all these like par- parliamentary reforms to insulate himself from corruption charges Oh. Or judicial reforms, I think is what they were. Oh. So I'm sure that the escalation with Palestine is a little bit organic and also a distraction. Yeah. Don't, I'm not 100% sure. Mm-hmm. But uh, speaking of that, so there's all these like high-profile diplomatic things happening, and then these like leaked documents come out that, for whatever reason, were just posted on, like yeah, like a Minecraft uh, Discord. And they've been around. Minecraft? I think it was Minecraft or, you know, some bullshit okay. game Jesus. they'd been around since january uh but apparently the community was small enough that they didn't recognize what they had on their hands okay. like nobody paid attention to it or cared and then eventually somebody from that discord ended up posting them to somewhere else like a more popular discord it wasn't like reddit or anything it was still pretty low profile but a much larger community that did identify these things and this was march so they've been around for that long um but you know, there's obvious stuff in there that the like, you know, the Ukrainians are lying to us. The American government is lying to us. They're all lying to each other. They're all spying on each other. Uh, we're spying on the South Koreans, like tapping their phones. Um, the crazy thing about Israel that was revealed from these documents is that the Mossad was implicated in starting the protests against the Netanyahu government. So like their own deep state is getting after them. I mean, there's a lot in these things that are you know, really, really interesting. And the reason I mentioned the diplomatic stuff is just that, like, uh, I mean, especially after this stuff comes out and is made public that we're spying on everybody and they already know that, but now it's obvious and we, we got, can't... We shot down the balloons, though. We can't broker any peace deals after the balloon incident. I mean, it's, it's you know, and they've been manufacturing consent for the whole China war thing for a little while now. Too long. Um, it is coming. I mean, it's not new to say that, like, you know, the Ukraine war and even, you know, probably historically speaking, when they write about this era, will be the years before that even. Like, we are in the early stages of World War Three for sure. <sighs> it may not be it may not be fought in the same sense that other wars were. It's a Wizard of Oz war. It, yeah, it's going to be a lot more informational. Behind, all, behind the curtain. A shit. lot more nonlinear, a lot less direct. But like, yeah, it is happening. Um, great you know and if and if people 
if people's families in the military know where they're being deployed, you know you're not at that much of a risk yet. Because when it gets really serious, they won't be able to tell them. Right. They yeah. won't even know where they're going. Yeah, yeah. That's how that works. So, I don't know. We'll see. Great. Well, hopefully Green Lewis is not used in a document leak of, well, Americans are deploying to boop. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Who knows? They probably, I don't know. The U.S. government probably monitors this for no reason. I mean, they've taken down smaller accounts. They've requested and then did take down smaller uh, audiences than this for... They're smaller than this? Yeah. I mean, th- there was there was things w- in the Twitter files that were released where, like, the FBI was asking Twitter, and Twitter complied, to uh, nuke accounts with, like, three followers that were making jokes about this or that, you know, Ukraine or Trump or whatever. Wow. Okay. Mm. So, yeah, the, the surveillance is heavy. There is no way. Hello, NSA or whoever. Oh, wait. There's no way someone isn't listening to this oh, eventually. We didn't talk about the, or day, a computer. the day of his arrest because we recorded the day before. Yeah. What about Trump's arrest? Were you in? You were in Manhattan. Yeah. You were not in lower Manhattan. Mm-mm. My teeth cleaning was just helicopter sounds because there was just news things yeah. like shooting. It was just basically like, we got to get out of here. I mean, but no, it wasn't. A, it wasn't even that big of a deal. Who cares? I know, but the city was like buzzy. Uh, well, in a strange way, like there were cops like watching things. I was listening to their radio like offhand, and they were like, "Watch the guy with the red backpack," mm-hmm. and I was like, "Guys, you're in Soho. Don't you're watching? You're monitoring the CVS in Soho. What the fuck are we doing? I don't know. I'm sure on some level there's some legitimate security threat anytime something high profile happens in a densely populated area. Like, they obviously have to be on guard. But in my experience, that entire day was just defined by, like, liberals being hysterical and regular people being like, guys, you wouldn't... If no one told you this was happening, you wouldn't know. Yeah. So why do you care? I I then jumped on a boat. Also, nobody cares. Like, just nobody cares. Yeah. Everybody knows that this is a fucking political, you know, hit job. The idea that this is fooling anybody, uh, that that this is, like, some, like, being brought to justice is a ridiculous farce. Like, they, like I, don't, I don't know anybody that is stupid enough to believe that, except for people that I see post on social media because it will advance their careers to a claim. Literally no one is posting. But, like, no one cares. Are people posting about it? People were. Oh. But, you know, it's a week later or two weeks later, so of course nobody, nobody is anymore. I was mostly just like, God damn, I'm trying to get my teeth clean, and this helicopter sound and the the, the grinding of my teeth this is not a good oral sensation. A-U-R. Or oral. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Either one. Not you, were, you were getting double oh. oral. Doubly oral, pre- uh, oral penetration. I'm sure it's not the first time. No one's fucked my ear. Thank you so much. Mm. Yeah. There's always time. Well, there's always a hotel room you might find one day. and Club Quarters, Rittenhouse Square, <laughs> BB, Thursday night. Wow. You're put, putting, putting it on blast. <laughs> like, hey, so by the way, what I need. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. Putting on a blast is a different thing. Uh, that's going to take several swabs. Um, we have to stop now. Okay. We're running the free out of one. This is, right. this is This is getting uncouth 
Okay, goodbye.